I'm Ashley. And I'm Lacey. And this is United States of Murder's very own Wacky Wednesday. Well, here we are. Here we are. We're back. My wacky case is more of a freaky case. Ooh. That happened in 2001, but I just heard about it. Oh. On April 29th, 2006, a six-year-old girl by the name of Haley Zega went missing in Arkansas in the forest near the Buffalo National River. Missing in the woods? Mm-hmm. According to Arkansas Online, she was there hiking with her grandparents. But you know how kids are. She got tired. Uh-huh. They wouldn't let her climb a tree to get a better view of a small waterfall. Uh-huh. Because they're like, no, of course. You're too small. Of yeah. course you can't do that. So she decided to plant herself on a rock and she refused to get up. She's just like, no, I'm tired. I'm not going anywhere. You know. So her grandparents left her for a few minutes. They were just basically doing reverse psychology. Right. They're doing this whole, we're going to walk away and we know that she's going to change her mind and want to go with this. Yeah. So they walked away and they were about to turn back thinking Haley would have changed her mind. Mm -hmm. And after they started walking away, she began to lose view of them through the trees. You know, it's Mm -hmm. the woods. She did change her mind, but immediately she decided to follow them. Uh Uh-huh. Well, she took a deer trail instead of the trail they were on. So. This is horrifying. She got lost in the woods. This is so scary. And it was so fast that this happened. Yeah. So the search for Haley became the largest search and rescue mission ever carried out in Arkansas history. Oh, my gosh. How did I not hear about this? Haley knew she wasn't going to find them, so she made a new plan to walk along the Buffalo River until she could find a gas station to call her parents. That's a good idea for a kid to have follow the water. Exactly. And I know there's not gas stations along the water, but it's still a very good plan to have. Well, and the Buffalo River is pretty busy. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people. Uh Uh-huh. So being by the water is a better idea. It's dangerous, you know, but you're more likely to be seen if you're near the water. And this is April. I'm sure uh-huh. people are out kayaking uh-huh. in April. So at one point, Haley saw a helicopter. Mm-hmm. One that was specifically searching for her. So she's like, okay, I'm going to swim out to a rock in the middle of a river. Oh, no. Because they couldn't see her where she was. Oh, So no. she did. She swam out, got on the rock. She wasn't a super strong sim- swimmer. And I mean, she's six years old. I cannot even imagine. And for those unfamiliar, the Buffalo isn't a super fast river, but it still has decent currents in certain uh-huh. spots. And you would never want a kid without a life jacket, six-year-olds just swimming by no. themselves ever. The helicopter did not see her. <gasps> and you have to think, she's wet now mm-hmm. in her only clothes. On the second night, she found a cave to sleep in. And she- Second night. Yeah. Yeah. And she was yelling for her grandparents and parents frequently. She knew that they were going to be looking for her, you know. Mm -hmm. So she was yelling for them. Mm -hmm. The whole time, though, Haley wasn't alone. At least not for her. What? Yeah. She had an imaginary friend named Alicia with her. Alicia helped her find the only safe way down to the trail by the river. And she was grateful for that. Yeah. My face. She didn't have an imaginary friend prior to this and didn't have one after this. Is this a ghost? 
I don't know. Haley said Alicia kept her calm and played games with her the whole time. I know. In the meantime, over 1,000 volunteers were looking for Haley. Mm-mm. Two men who weren't even affiliated with the search crew found her over five miles from where she started. So this little six-year-old girl in she two days. five miles. Five miles. Oh, my God. Yeah. I am just, I have never heard of this. Me either. And the men, William and Lytle, were down on the river searching with mules. Uh-huh. They are riding them. They already had a feeling for some reason that the search team was looking in the wrong place. They thought she would be further. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't have thought she would have been five miles. So they found her 52 hours after she went missing. She was sitting by the river when they found her. (sighs) When they found her, she trusted them because she had no other choice. Right. And they gave her a Diet Coke and chocolate pudding. Come on, Diet Coke. That's what they had for a snack for, you know, themselves. I'm like, oh, sweet. Even though she was lost in the forest for two nights, she was never scared. Even today, she still loves hiking and being on the river. She said, quote, my parents always told me that anything I set my mind to, I could do. And I didn't see myself getting out of the forest once I was lost as any different. It was a problem I got myself into. And therefore, I thought I could and should be able to solve it on my own. I was not afraid of animals. I wasn't afraid of being alone. And I wasn't afraid of the dark. I had no concept of the amount of danger I was truly in. And I believe that if I was lost at my age now, I would be more fearful than I was at age six. I would be terrified. Yeah. She said, because I simply didn't understand the danger at Uh that age. And that totally makes sense. Uh You're just kind of like. Well, Well, she had her friend. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was a bad situation, but at no point did I believe I wouldn't make it out. She didn't think the worst. Yeah. Yeah. She still refers to Alicia as an imaginary friend and nothing more. She said she does not want to analyze it any further. Some people think it was a ghost, a guardian angel is what some Mm -hmm. people say, or just her imagination. And she hasn't seen her since this incident. It was literally just her imaginary oh, friend on this trip. My God. And Haley has a TikTok under her name, and I'll link it up in the show notes. But she does talk about her disappearance in some of the videos. She still lives in Arkansas, mm-hmm. but she talks about it, and there's a lot of misinformation out there, and mm-hmm. she kind of sets the record straight about this stuff. But it's really interesting. That is super interesting. Yeah. And I also have some tips. Because, you know, the more you know, right? Mm. For parents to tell their children in case they ever get lost. Oh, boy. Yeah, which is, sorry, but, you know, knowledge is power. According to Families for Life, parents should start by preparing their children for the possibility of getting lost. And it shouldn't be a discussion that scares your child, but when you approach calmly. I, I, no, I cannot see myself calmly yeah well for them to feel calm sure you might get lost and not know where i am sometime and if this happens this is you have a plan for this kind of make them feel like oh okay i have a plan Mm -hmm. first when they realize that they're either lost or that they have lost their parent or guardian they should stop what they're doing if they're playing or walking they should stop and stay where they are Because most people will look for the children where they were last spotted. Sure. Where they were last spotted. 
But if they're not in a safe place, ask them to find the closest safe place nearby. For example, they shouldn't be standing next to a busy road. They should get away from that or dangerous machinery. So if if they're still by something dangerous, go close but safe. Stay away from that. Mm -hmm. And once they're stopped in a safe place, they should look around to see if they spot you. If not, they should yell out your full name, not mommy or daddy. And this may make them feel embarrassed, but just assure them that calling them by your name won't get them into any trouble and no adult is going to yell at them. That's a know? good I, I, That's something I've never even thought about. Me either, because there's so many mommies and daddies. Sure. Also, if a predator is nearby, like a child predator, they may avoid the child if they're shouting and attracting attention. Because mm-hmm. if they see a kid alone, they're like, oh, I'm going to scoop this kid up. But if this kid is Screaming. yelling out, they're going to be like, oh, my God, right. that child is. Um, sure. Yeah, I don't want them to. Witnesses. Well, anyway, then they should look for a mother with kids. Statistically, the safest person your kids can approach for help is another mother with kids. Obviously, not always, but, you know, Mm -hmm. men are less likely to help for fear of being accused of being a predator. Girl. And older kids may be able to approach service staff or other designated help personnel. Well, that was one of the things that. I had talked about before is find someone with a name tag. Yeah. This said younger kids, if they're younger, may have mm-hmm. trouble distinguishing that's what true. uniforms are. No, yeah, like that's true. Target, if they're wearing red, does uh-huh. that mean? But if they have a name tag or something. Yeah. Older children, yeah, I think would get that. Yeah. But yeah. Ask your child to look for a mother with kids nearby and approach her. They should clearly and firmly say, I am lost. Can you please help me call my mother? Her name is blank, and this is her number. I don't even think Max knows my phone number. Oh, my God. They say to, you know, Do memorize. You know my phone number? No. See? I feel like that's the thing is that everything's programmed into people's exactly. cell phones. It's important for children to memorize their address as soon as they can. Yeah. And phone number. Obviously, not little kids can do this, mm-hmm. but some people recommend putting writing their name in their clothes or I mean, it sounds crazy a little bit, but like writing something on their hand or tattoos, which is great for like Disney. Disney. I saw that a lot at Disney. Yes. Yes. And I saw people, um, I didn't see this in person, but I've seen it on some true crime show or some Dateline, some shit, where they wrote it on their torso, like on their back. Yeah. Or on, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it can't be washed off. And people may not know that it's even on there. And a predator wouldn't think to immediately right. pull off their shirt. That's a good idea. Right. It sounds like, oh my gosh, that's so extreme. But if, if your extreme. kid goes missing, yeah, your wish you you're going to be like, I'm so glad I did all that, even though it seemed ridiculous. So, if they're lost in the woods, obviously this changes things a bit. Never happened with Max. <laughs> not woodsy people. You're not in the woods. (laughs) So they should still stay where they are. Some people tell them to hug a tree, like to stay Mm -hmm. in place, which some kids might take this literally and hug it forever. I would just say, stay where you are. Find a nice place to sit as close as you can Mm -hmm. and sit down. And another thing we do is tell children to never talk to strangers. But sometimes a provision does need to be made If they're lost. Mm -hmm. And we don't really think about that. Mm -hmm. I didn't until I read this. 
Interactions with strangers can be very dangerous for children, but a child alone in the woods at night could be death. Like, sure. Hypothermia, they're little, they don't know survival skills. So it's. I don't know survival skills. Kind of one of those things. It's like, yes, don't talk to strangers, but if you're right. lost in the woods and you can't find your parents and you, if someone walks by you, yeah, it's. Yeah. Also for parents, if you realize your child is lost, do not spend hours trying to find them. Immediately call someone, even if it seems like you're overreacting. Like a lot of people will be like, you know, spend 30 minutes or an hour searching and then call because they're like, okay, my kid's close. I just saw them. Right. But time is always of the essence, even if it's like, you know, 15 minutes, just immediately. The one time, and I think I've talked about it before Mm -hmm. on here, that Max was supposed to be at one friend's house, but he left there and I didn't know. And it was a whole big thing. And it was a nightmare. I did not call the police immediately. I went, like you just said, and tried to find him, which Mm -hmm. I did, thank God. But I could have possibly wasted precious time. It seems ridiculous. And I get it. I wouldn't want to be like, I'm calling the police. It never even honestly crossed my mind. Yeah, it's because even if your kid's lost in the woods, you're not thinking police because you have to call them. And sure. They have to get explain there. Explain where you're at. Explain where they're at. But you can always, if you find them five minutes later, call back and say, I found my kid. Right. I'm sorry, whatever. And, right. And they will never be like, how dare you call and tell us your kids, you know what I mean? But they shouldn't. <laughs> they shouldn't. And if they do, you can tell them to call me. No. <laughs> but for real, like. Just, That's what I I feel like that's one of those things. Don't be embarrassed. And don't let anyone tell you you're overreacting in this situation. And also go over your plan with your children before a trip so it's fresh in their mind, especially if it's a hike. You want to know, like they need to repeat back to you, what happens if you can't find me in the woods? And like Disney would be a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. Find a designated spot. Again, some little kids might not be able to figure that out. But if they're really young, just say Stay exactly where you are because I will come to you. Uh-huh. Don't find me is the most important thing. When I feel like in places like Disney or bigger amusement park or whatever, mm-hmm. that an employee would probably take them yeah. somewhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's true. Which is horrifying if that you is. try to go back and find. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can't think about this too much. I'm going to Branson tomorrow. I'm sorry. Well, I'll be back by the time this but airs. But at least he, I'm not saying it's impossible, but no. he's at an age where he understands a little more. He's not like, well, I have six or five. Just know, because where, I've taught him about stranger danger doesn't mean that it doesn't well, yeah. still exist. I mean, but, you can never be too careful, right. basically. And also, if you know they're going to be in the woods ahead of time. Have them wear a whistle around their neck. That's a good idea. Because little voices aren't very loud, Mm -hmm. but if they get lost, they can blow a series of whistles like in a row. That's a great idea. And you might be able to hear them easy. And it's light. Any little kid can have a whistle, even if they're three. A whistle on Max this weekend. I might get one for myself because I'm, you know. And if they can carry a light backpack when they're hiking, Mm -hmm. always pack a space blanket because they're very lightweight and Mm -hmm. it helps reduce the heat. From evaporating, yeah, mm-hmm. losing mm-hmm. it helps people from losing. Is it heat. evaporating? I don't know. It helps. Don't it contains them, keeps sure. them warm, so you can tell them. You know, if you can't find me, you get cold. Get this out, and that's of course if they can carry a lightweight backpack. Some mm-hmm. kids won't, but 
These yeah. are all very good. Parents have a lot to be worried about. I'm just saying. I'm like, <laughs> golly. I'm, next time I need to look up what happens if adults go missing. Because I'm same like, thing, Lacey. If I get lost in the woods, Lacey's <laughs> backpack would be full of Diet Cokes. Oh my gosh. It, it would. All mm. the snacks. She'd freeze, but she'd, she'd go <laughs> down with Diet Coke in my system. She'd have a, her whole t shirt. Filled with pine needles to keep warm and drinking a Diet Coke. <laughs> I just learned recently, did you know pine trees are edible? Every part of it's edible. The needles, the bark. Is that where gin comes from? No, he's kidding. <laughs> I think it's just in a family. Gin no, tastes like pine tree smells. But it's it's not, I'm not saying it's delicious, but yeah, hey, every part of it's technically I edible didn't. and not poisonous. Could you imagine eating a pine cone? No. I mean, you would, I it guess. It sounds freaking terrible, but it's edible, so. Those are really good suggestions. I love a good plan. I love that you just said all that so I can. Now, a, it's spring breaks coming up. Exactly. Very important. Get a whistle I feel like Max. amusement parks are the biggie. And also. It, <sighs> they make me so nervous. Not for being in the woods, but if your kid is in public even and they're whistling, if they're lost and whistling a bunch, that's also like. Predators are like, oh my god, this kid's sure freaking loud. Yeah, and hmm. some kids are shy and don't want to be loud, but just assure them, you gotta be this. Gotta this be is loud. one of those times you won't get it's, in trouble. It's fine. No one will be mad at you for screaming out my name. Right. Oh boy. No, well, mine is not about a lost kid. Mine is about a weekend fishing excursion on Oklahoma's South Canadian River that turned deadly. In a bizarre twist. Canadian River in Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. Huh? Bigfoot comes into play in my case. Oh, You boy. know I love a cryptid. We, we haven't had a Bigfoot conversation, have we? Uh, according to an arrest affidavit from the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation, Larry Sanders and his buddy Jimmy Knighton set out Saturday afternoon to catch some catfish with their bare hands, also known as noodling. Have you seen that where people will stick their hands down in like, you know, like a riverbank will have like that little overlay where the water has washed it, like snake pits? Yes. Well, catfish will get up in there and people will stick their arm and like wiggle their fingers like a worm. And when the catfish, they'll like grab it with their bare hand and pull it out. It's ridiculous. You'll have to Google that it. That is something I will never oh, do. Never. I won't be on the side of the riverbank, first of all. tap it. Mm -mm. No. So they were going noodling, and a fight soon ensued that turned physical and then fatal. The conversation that allegedly jump-started this fight was Bigfoot. I feel like this is me and you about demons. <laughs> it is. They saw Bigfoot? No. The affidavit explains that Larry claimed that while at the river, he discovered that Jimmy intended to feed him to Bigfoot. Larry said Jimmy attempted to get away from him so the Bigfoot could eat Larry. Larry what? would not let Jimmy get away and punched Jimmy, hitting him with a stick, and Larry eventually confessed that he choked Jimmy to death near the river. So the county deputies said... They heard of the crime after Larry allegedly went home and told his daughter about it, who told her mother, who turned him into the cops. Oh, my gosh. The affidavit notes that investigators found a body believing to be Jimmy in a wooded area 
after Larry drew them a map. The two men were old high school classmates who'd recently become reacquainted. It is not clear if drugs or alcohol were somehow involved, but Larry was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. I was wondering about that. Yeah. Girl, intended to feed him to Bigfoot. So clearly... I would never feed you to demons if well, that makes you feel better. I mean, clearly both of these guys believed in Bigfoot. But a, a lot of people do. I mean, I do. I don't believe he's in Oklahoma. They're bears. I don't think he lives in Oklahoma. Standing bears. In Tornado Alley? There's hills in some parts of Oklahoma. The Tulsa area, I've heard. I haven't seen it, but I've heard. I don't know. the Ozarks. I don't know. I'm not sure they weren't doing drugs. Right. Yeah. It says that they're not sure they were involved, but let me clear it up. Yes, there was drugs involved. There had to be. You don't just go out noodling catfish and then be like, you know what? Maybe. We're also going to look for Bigfoot out here. Who's to say? I just said. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay, I have one more. Terribly uncomfortable. My back hurts. Just P.S. people. I've been bitching about it since I got here. The 16 statues a group of thieves made off with last week in India ended up being less of a haul and more of a curse, according to the alleged criminals. The AFP reports the idols have been carried off from a centuries-old Hindu temple in, what's this word? You mispronounce it, Uttar Pradesh? Uttar Pradesh? Pradesh? Sure. That honored Lord Farquhar? Nope. Close. Balaji? Sure. Lacey's got all the answers. Just confidently So this is an incarceration of the god Vishnu. So on Monday night, reportedly within six days of the theft, all but two statues had been returned, dropped off near the home of the temple's chief priest, along with a note that said, We have not been able to sleep, eat, or live peacefully since we took these statues. Oh my gosh. We are fed up with the scary dreams and demons and are returning your valuables. Oh my God. There was a note that also asked for forgiveness. The idols were made variously of silver, brass, copper, and one of, don't know this word either, Ash. We should have looked this shit up before we started. Ashtadhatu. That is not right, but it sounds good which is traditionally composed of eight metals, including gold. So they were trying to steal this shit to have all this money. And then they brought it home and it did not go as planned. So Mm -mm, for shame, I can't imagine like thinking I was about to get rich quick and then nightmares and weird shit starts happening. Nope. You know, in my mind, this is drag me to hell. Oh, yeah. You know when all the weird, Just bad stuff long. starts yeah, happening? That's a good one. Did You you saw that movie? Mm-hmm. It's been it a has, It has the Scream King, Justin Long, in it. We love him. And all that weird, bad shit starts happening. No, thanks. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yes, sirree. So, those are my two wackies. Anything, anything from you? Have you watched anything? Uh, not really, no. I watched, since you asked... The Disappearance of MH370 on Netflix. I tried to start it, but Samuel got home from work and it's not his thing. Is it good? Is it all about that one flight? Three episodes. Oh, that's it. Okay. And they're like an hour, hour and a half long. Mm -hmm. 
I'm believing in conspiracy theories that I never even thought before. It is truly horrifying. It is terrifying. Hmm. I'm I'm just saying. I mean, I don't like plain shit that I don't, that I'll watch it, but it definitely is one of those things that. I think that's something that bothers a lot of people. It scares me. Yeah. Because it's a very common thing. I'll have to watch it. There's a lot of um, conspiracy theories running amok on there. So I can't believe, what do you do all day? There's no, well, no. Hmm. But I do all day. Do you not watch TV? Mm -mm. Girl, you got to be a couch potato. (laughs) What are you doing with your life? Working? I don't really watch much TV right now and I hate it. Well, I watched that. I need a TV up here. You do need a TV up here. I also went and watched Scream 6. Was it good? No. Unpopular opinion. I did not love it. Really? Five was better. Oh. I choose my choice. I could use some more deaths. I'm sorry. I know that sounds terrible, but I needed more slasher and less Uh, storyline. You know, like. Haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. I know because I invited you and you said no. But to be fair, it was like 20 minutes before the movie started. (laughs) I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm here. I got my tickets. Come on. And like, I could hack in a theater or. And make everyone mad. Or right. <laughs> no, it just, like, five starts out immediately with the slasher. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. This did not. There mm. was a long... That's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, go see it. It's worth it. I'm, I'm, I'd am i watch it again. I'll see it for sure. But I might wait, though, until it comes out. That's all I got. I watched those two things. I got nothing. Crazy stories. I'm just, like, in shock that I've never heard of your case before. I hadn't either. She's on Instagram and TikTok and all the things. How'd you find it? It was an ad for the Creepy Podcast about her story. And I normally don't listen to ads, but the Arkansas thing piqued my interest. And I immediately Googled her name. Of course, the podcast is all about the ghosts and blah, blah, blah. Sure. But, yeah. Interesting. hmm Well, that's it. <laughs> Join us next week for more tales of wacky crimes and criminals to help you get through your week. Bye. Bye.